cock and bull, funny times, history laugh. All right, we are having to have one of those, guys. That's strap in. It's going to be one of those days. Welcome to the Brother Hour with Nathan and Spencer. Uh, I am the Spencer, the younger one. I'm Nathan, the older one. Now, Benjamin Rush, Nathan, was born January 4th, 1746, in Philadelphia County of British America. Ooh, okay, welcome to America. Now, if we're talking, Nathan, about a guy from Philadelphia, uh, born in the mid-1700s, can you guess what little tidbit of history is gonna come up next? I mean, I feel like I have to, like, I can't, like, bullshit. Yeah, Benjamin Rush was a founding father. I'm aware of who Benjamin Rush was. I, I, I'm aware, now, I say that like I'm an arrogant asshole. I'm aware that Benjamin Rush was a guy that was there during the revolution. Also, he was a doctor, which is a favorite of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about the extent of things I know about Benjamin Rush. So, uh, we've now, we've now covered it. Now, you are correct. He was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Uh, He was a self-proclaimed civic leader, physician, politician, humanitarian, social reformer, and educator. Well, can you be a self-proclaimed, like, social leader? I mean, he was pretty... He wrote... He signed the Declaration of Goddamn Independence. Are there anyone with better bona fides for social leader than him? Now, he served as the Surgeon General of the Continental Army and was the founder of the Dickinson College. Oh, well, I mean, everyone knows Dickinson College. (laughs) Which remains a proud liberal arts college to this day. A lot of Dickinson alums listening? Give us a shout-out on the reviews, you know, where you are. I did notice, however, uh, that the Dickinson College's mascot is the Red Devil, which I'm not sure how such a thing could exist uh, from, like, the 1940s to the 80s in this country, but anyway. The Red Devil? Okay, all right, well. Rush was, as I said, a physician. Uh, Rather politely, his Wikipedia page says this of his contributions to the medical world, quote, his approach prepared the way for later medical research, but Rush himself undertook none of it. Whoa, okay, okay, that is, that is worrisome. That's kind of a... when your work, (laughs) when your work prepares the way for early medical research, what the fuck are you doing? That's kind of another way of saying... That he had really shitty ideas. For example... Okay. For example, he was a proponent of bloodletting and mercury chloride for the treatment of mental illness. I mean... Now, I mean... I, 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 we will throw plenty of stones at Mr. Rush throughout this endeavor. Here it comes. But if we accuse him of bloodletting being, like, the taboo thing he did, I'm pretty sure they all did that. No, that's true. They all did that. That's how, that's how our first president died. That's why George Washington is no longer with us. Well, that's Nathan. It's also because it's been about two hundred and fifty years since he. That people don't man live that long. Was literally immortal until they got the was, leeches on him. <laughs> I can't believe he that. rode into battle and literally like <laughs> ate bullets for fun. <laughs> because that's kind. Of, he just had no re, like he had no self preservation instinct and survived that war. He would have lived forever had we not fucking leeched him. This explains all of the Civ games where where America's leader is eternally young every time he talks. It's like, oh, 3,000 years in the future? Hey, you're still looking good. No, no, hold on, hold on. Let's get something clear. He ne- Part of his curse was he never looked good. <laughs> That's true. He came, out, he came out looking like a 75-year-old woman from day one and just hung there, Dorian Gray style, until we leeched him. Now, how his mother survived birthing a seven-foot giant... Don't understand. 
And there's that story of the cherry tree. I don't know how you can reprimand somebody who is four feet taller than you. That seems difficult. Despite yeah, the I age mean, gap, it just doesn't make sense. I don't know how you maintain your gumption. Yeah, yeah, but you gotta do, I mean, it's like when Superman's dad had to discipline him. It's like, <laughs> dude, come on, but you still gotta do, you gotta try. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, Nathan, on the topic of bloodletting and mercury chloride, uh, it was discovered... Oh, it wasn't on the topic of Superman? I was waiting for your sweet Superman segue there. He found that most patients were often too insane to be treated by the mercury. That seems like a very oh, good. <laughs> convenient... <laughs> Falsity. Oh, good. They were too crazy for my crazy syrup to work. Whoops. Oh, no, sir, if you were just a little less cuckoo nuts, I also, swear this mercury might have fixed you. Speaking of, all right, I'm sorry, we speak of it too damn much. Uh, civilization. Mm-hmm. Mercury is a luxury resource in civilization. It is. Which means, along with spices and incense and silk and sugar, what the fuck did we do with mercury other than thermometers and trying to fix crazy people and hats? Uh, Those are the three things. It's the hats. It's got to be the hats. It's got, but it can't be just a hat. Why do we need mercury for hats? I have hats now. I assume they don't have mercury in them. Nathan, do you know how big of a deal hats were back then? Without a hat, you weren't a man. I've heard the dollop. I'm aware of how big a deal hats are. And there you have it. If you don't have mercury, how are you going to make your hats? We haven't reached that point in tech yet where we can make mercury I, I mean, hats. I've seen a coon skin. I don't, I mean, I just assumed you skinned a coon, wrapped it around your head, and went forward. I mean, that or straw, but if you wanted a nice, gentlemanly hat, I would assume you need mercury to make that happen. I mean, I wish I had some facts to refute that, but damn it. I mean, I don't know about I don't know a lot about a lot. We've established that. That's very true. You are the more educated man, though, in this in this discussion. God, yeah, and we've proven how big of a waste of money that was. I want a refund on my student loans. Thank you. This this whole show is actually a portfolio of a case against Missouri State University, so Nathan can get his money back. <laughs> We're working on it. We don't quite have enough evidence yet, but slowly but surely, Doctor Dudash, I am coming for that degree. Now that might lead you to assume, Nathan, that mercury. Probably doesn't cure mental illness, but Rush would likely respond to that criticism with a healthy dose of his own medicine called Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts? Now, what are those, you're surely asking? No, I'm not! They're a thing that Zeus throws! I know what they are. I've, I've seen things. Well, then let's take a quick detour. Remember Lewis and Clark, Nathan? Uh, I've seen that movie where Chandler from Friends and Chris Farley do things, so yeah. That completely went over my head. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Have you not seen the movie? I'm pretty sure it's called, like, I don't know, like, Westward Ho or Dumb Fucks in the Forest or, I don't know, every other 90s movie. I'm, I can guarantee you there is a movie where Matthew Perry and Chris Farley are Lewis and Clark. It's a thing. I mean, it probably is. I, I'm Googling it. Chris. And I've lost him. Farley. Almost Heroes. 1998. Almost Heroes. Almost. Directed by Christopher Guest. I'm learning all sorts of things today that I'm not sure yeah. I have the space in my brain for anymore. It has a solid 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is solid. That is rock solid. A solid 8%. That is that is good. Uh, uh, now, more importantly, I, I feel like if you were to focus on... Hold on. We'll get there. Uh, so Christopher Guest directed that, and then it's just been like great everything, everything else. He fucking like Spinal Tap, Best in Show, Waiting for Guffman... 
Princess Bride, for fuck's sake. I mean, the guy basically is just like nothing but bangers and then shits out Almost Heroes for like two seconds. Almost Heroes must have been where he tried every experimental film trick he had been like too scared to try on the big, big blockbusters. And nah, it, yeah. Mm-mm. And no, backfired. no, that's the thing. All the experimental fil- film tricks are in all his good movies, and that one is just pure bad popcorn. Like, that movie plays on TBS 45 times a year, and that's not a good sign. You don't want your movie on TBS that often. No, very true, very true. Now, the famous tag team adventure duo, Lewis and Clark, let's, let's uh, get back oh, to them. Oh, shit, yeah, we're talking about them. Turns out that while they were doing all their exploring and mapping and, and cataloging fish, I think, they had this neat pastime. Oppressing natives. Well, trading guns for sex with Native American women. You pretty much had it. I mean, I was pretty damn close. Now, naturally, that harmless little rumpus led to frequent syphilitic outbreaks among the crew. So, how do you... Oh, good. Wait a minute. Oh, no. How do you treat that, is my question, Nathan. How do you treat that? How do you treat syphilis? Yeah. Penicillin, I'd assume. Well, before we had penicillin, we had Benjamin Rush and his mixture of (laughs) calomel chlorine, jalap, and Whoa. mercury, which put Whoa. together becomes Dr. Rush's Thunderbolts. Four of those, all right, there are four ingredients. Two of them are things that I know for a fact you don't want to put in yourself, and two of them sound made up. None of it sounds good. You got calomel, which I think is tea, chlorine, which no, goes in No, that's chamomile, pools. that's chamomile. Calomel sounds made up. That sounds like something I put on, Camom- like, at calamine sounds like stuff I put on itch, anti-itch. For my poison ivy. That makes make sense. Does your dick itch when you get syphilis? I've never had syphilis. You've got jalap, which I'm pretty sure is a character, a wacky sidekick in a, in a Norse movie. Oh, gotta be, gotta be. And then chlorine, which I've <laughs> been told you shouldn't ingest. Rush sent Lewis and Clark off with a big old batch of Thunderbolts before their trip. Uh, and is the reason that Lewis and Clark and their adventuring team uh, made it back without succumbing to syphilitic madness. Bullshit! No! Fuck you! No! No! no you get to say that! It's true! They were drinking Thunderbolts, and that's how you don't get syphilis. Okay, you can say they were drinking Thunderbolts, that still just sounds like they're drinking some bad off-brand malt liquor. I was thinking, like, a new Monster Energy flavor, but, like, the same thing, really. Same thing! Oh, so, Dr. Doctor Thunderbolts, inventor of the whoring potion. That's, that's, who we're, that's who we're focusing on today. Alright! Except Erasmus Darwin was born on December 12th, 1731. Whoa, 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 what? Erasmus Darwin, born December 12th. Not Charles. Not Charles, Erasmus, born December 12th, 1731 in Elston of the United Kingdom. Now, history books and biographies of the modern age remember him as a physician, a philosopher, a poet, and the grandfather of Charles Darwin. But unfortunately... Unfortunately for Erasmus, being a grandfather was his only remarkable skill. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Just check it. Because uh, I want to say, is his, does he go by just Erasmus? Because I feel like I know that name. Now, Erasmus was a, a would-be mm-hmm. physician for his time. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and during his career, he came up with a theory. Much like his skill set, it wasn't a very good theory. Erasmus posited that sleep was the almighty healer. Kind of true. I mean, I have slept off many, uh, many an illness, so yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Now, his next conclusion was that spinning at extreme speeds was the best way to induce sleep. Okay, okay, cool. That yeah, was a that's... bit less true. 
That one's a bit op- the opposite. Because you know what I always thought? Let's get on Tom's Twister and take a nap. Because that's what <laughs> I get on the I get on the Shazam, and I'm just like nappy. Does everyone imp- uh, appreciate the very localized references to theme park rides that I'm sure don't mean anything to you? <laughs> no, Nathan. Enjoy. All of, all of the fans of Six Flags St. Louis are loving this. They're eating it up. I appreciate that, and also they're 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 a fine patron of my business, so I appreciate their business. Thank you, Six Flags over St. Louis. I appreciate you. Now, flash forward. If you're looking for sponsorship opportunities, here's a great place to spend your money. If Six Flags needs to advertise to people, it's it's just people that love to listen to history comedy podcasds. Because nothing also, lines up I will Looney absolutely dress up like that old guy and sing Vangabus over and over and over again for you. That man is a nightmare creature, and I wish you wouldn't remind me he existed. Oh, he's delightful, though. Please, can we cut him into the episode? Make it happen. I've referenced it. You must do so. D- I have the power. Nathan, please. <laughs> It is a myth. It is a myth that I can play seven seconds of a song and not get sued. Frankly, I'm just putting Come my on. neck on the line with these with these hilarious outro goofs. But we also keep doing it for people that we know. Come on, the Vangabus people aren't going to sue us. They're in Germany. We have diplomatic immunity or something. We're fine. Now, large amounts of centripetal force basically cause the blood in your brain to uh, vacation down to your lower body, as it were. Uh, Wait, well, hold on. Is, are you describing centripetal force or like a, a seeing a busty lad? Or a sweet boner. A sweet boner, because that sounds like the same thing. Flash forward just a few years later to Benjamin Rush's time, and you would assume that an educated man would not take Erasmus's opinion seriously. But that did not stop Benjamin Rush from building the spinny chair. <laughs> oh, what now? The spinning chair Pardon? was was essentially. I mean, but, you know, it, it is what it sounds like. It's a suspended chair. It's, that, a, it's a chair that spins. No, I get it. But can we focus on a second that their argument is spinning around in circles makes you go to sleep. So the argument is sleep is good for you. Spinning around in circles makes you go to sleep. So let's spin you around in circles to fix you. Is that the is that the uh-huh. logical like tautology yep. that they're trying to go for here? Okay, cool. Yeah. So here's the problem. Doesn't doesn't spinning you around that fast just make you black out? Uh, yeah, that is what it does, but I, I don't know if Erasmus knew the difference in blacking out and sleeping. So, like, like theoretically, like, I could, bar- like, the same argument instead of the spinny chair could just be the cast iron skillet of nap time, and I just bonk everybody on the head, and there we go. Yeah, or you just use a lot of, like, raw absinthe, just some real pure... Just take some, let's let's throw back some Thunderbolt, and we'll go to, <laughs> knock, we'll go to nappy nap time. Knock four or five Thunderbolts. And you will be so blacked out that your syphilis is gone when you wake up four years you later. You will wake up in another zip code. There will be another uh, Native American woman there that <laughs> apparently is just riddled with syphilis because that's the way you're describing this and it makes it offends me, but fine. What Rush was after, though, was, was how sane you were after your wild ride in his chair. <laughs> okay, what... So did he come up with a sanity testing method before we were gone? Like, did I drop out and he came up with how, that? How cuckoo bananas are you before and after? A little cuckoo bananas? Not very cuckoo bananas. Kind of like cuckoo fucking, bananas. It's like a fucking BuzzFeed quiz. Like, how? what the fuck did he, what is he doing? Now, Rush applied a very similar yet altered theory to Darwin's concept of spinning the fuck out of them. Uh, wherein the force of well, having no, no, the fuck spun out of Darwin's you. Darwin's theory. It's Erasmus Darwin's Erasmus theory. Darwin's because, theory. Because if you say Darwin's theory, that gives it credence that it does not deserve. Stay tuned next week. Oh, oh God. Wherein the force of having the fuck spun out of you 
uh, might make your brain less swollen with vapors or liberalism, as I assume they were treating back then. But your dick is very swollen with all that blood that it forced out. Now, mentally ill patients who were given over to Benjamin Rush's wild ride uh, were never really cured of their ailments, uh, and instead they just kind of came out both dizzy and crazy, which is not a winning combo, I don't think. No! Um, if you if you look up Benjamin Rush chair, you get a, a, a black and white picture of what appears to be the most deranged man I've ever seen, Strapped to a chair with leather belts, with a giant spinning like it's it's Benjamin Dear Rush God, on a raised platform, wrong. cranking this comically large lever. It's the torture device I never knew I was terrified of. Yeah, this is uh, this is what's with the helmet? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Spencer. Just what's with the helmet? Spencer. All right, everybody, pause. Everybody, pause the podcast. Go Google this, and then understand why I'm asking Spencer. Why? Why is the helmet? I would assume it might be that they were so cuckoo bananas that maybe they might, like, bonk their head during the spin, and that would be bad for them. Also, how does any of the- I'm looking at this, and the first 45 pictures are just a dude strapped to a chair. Like, this is just an electric chair without the shocky part. I don't see any spinning. I see nothing enjoyable about this. I'm very concerned. Now, Nathan, uh... This this is uh, all I have to say, basically, on Benjamin Rush. I really wanted Benjamin to Benjamin Rush's a- tranquilizing chair? Go fuck yourself! The guy's <laughs> strapped in! <laughs> no, Nathan, he's tranquil. He's having a good time. A moral and physical thermometer? What the fuck is going on? Oh, oh man, Google is a fucking my weird place. God. Okay. Nope. No, 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 no. I was, go- I was gonna say we're done here, but nope. Give me a second. Gro- t- water. Oh, my God. It's a list. Oh, my All right, Nathan. God. Let's talk about what we're both looking at. So Benjamin Rush also devised a, a, a chart of, of moral substances, which he called the moral and physical thermometer. Let's talk about what's cool on the thermometer. So, like, up at 70 degrees Fahrenheit, you know, where things are nice and healthy, you've got water. And then yeah, if, if you want to knock it down about 20 degrees, a small beer. Between there, you've got milk and water. It- Vinegar and water, molasses and water. A lot of things and water. Which, I get milk and water, that's skim milk. What the fuck are the other two? Who's having distilled syrup? I, I mean, it's a valid question. I mean, it, this, vinegar, molasses and water, vinegar and water, is that just what LaCroix is? Yes, yes, and, no, 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 let's talk about, it. from 70 to 50 degrees, the cool spot. Uh, what are your side effects? Well, if you drink water or a small beer, then you're, you're more likely to experience health, wealth, serenity of mind, reputation, long life, and happiness. Cool. Makes Why not? Sense. Makes sense. Now yeah, let's talk yeah. about degrees 40 to 10. Ooh, we're getting chilly. It's, it's, a, it's a brisk 40 fall to 10, day. 40 to, oh, oh, it's getting negative. Oh, I understand. This is a bad thermometer, by the way. This is a it, bad thermometer. It's an extremely bad thermometer. It goes down to negative 70. That's a very it starts, bad thermometer. 70 is the high and negative 70 is the low. That doesn't, there's no, no, there's no scale that that makes sense on fucking Benjamin Rush. Go fuck yourself. This thermometer does not help Europeans disdain for our Fahrenheit system. It really no. doesn't. God, no, not even a little bit. Now let's, let's talk about 40 to 10 degrees. From 40 to 10, you've got cider, wine, a porter, a strong beer, uh, which, in, you know, give off cheerfulness, strength, and nourishment when taken only at meals and in moderate quantities makes makes sense you know but yeah we're at 10 degrees this is day this is lethally cold washington's gonna die in this cold so let's 
let's see how we have 80 degrees of it gets worse. At zero degrees, you have weak punch or strong punch. That's like five degrees what? and negative five. What is that talking about? What we have crossed the what line. What kind of punch did they have in the 1700s? We have crossed the line into intemperance. Somebody is spiking the punch bad. Now, I'm just going to go by tens of the, the drinks that drop by ten degrees on the moral sure. scale. Sure, sure. From punch, you've got toddy. You've Fuck got you. grog. No, stop it. No, don't fucking skip over toddy like that's a goddamn thing. <laughs> just drop toddy, toddy grog. Got, what, what kind of pirate bullshit are we on right now? Grog, you know, an orc who's been turned into a drink. Grog, um, I get. Grog is like a stereo. I get. Fine. I have a concept for that. Keep going. What's Can next? you explain flip to me? Because I don't know what that is. Fuck off! No, I can't! What are they doing? What are you talking about, flip? Uh, there's slings. You want a nice glass of slings? What is happening? There's bitters infused with spirits, which I'm pretty sure is just a vodka sprite. Wait, isn't um, it just... Like, bitters infused with... Isn't that just like a martini? Uh, you've got morning drams. <laughs> what the fuck?! <laughs> Pretty sure Morning Drams is like a very, very cool like Atlanta hip hop act right now, but that may just be me. Fact check me I, on that later. Morning Drams sounds like the alternative to Flaminamide that was banned in the '60s. Very likely, very likely. All right, so, what, then, so what is that? What, where are we at now? Where on a scale of what? Negative to what, sixty. Where are we, at? we are at negative sixty degrees. Okay, Nathan. so what you're saying is the next words that come out of your mouth are the worst thing that can happen. Yes, the next, okay. w- the, the worst drink you can possibly consume. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I, yes, I've strapped in. I'm ready for moonshine. Bring it. Pepper in rum. Go fuck off. Fuck off. No. What the fuck? What, what are you talking rum about? rum is the worst drink Captain you can Morgan ever drink. Captain Morgan is the worst thing in the history of time. What are, um, what are some of the things that may come of drinking? So if I drink the good good. I will get, uh, I will be healthy, wealthy, and wise, as Benny Franks would have laid down on us, the pimp founder of America. Correct, correct. Uh, so you're asking, you know, what, what happens when you drink? I'm asking is, do we have any sort of, any, any sort of, you know, witty aphorisms about what happens when we hit the grog a little too hard? Well, Nathan, let me tell you what happens when you drink anything from, uh, strong punch to pepper and rum, which is the Satan drink, as we all know, the, the vile fluid that will destroy society. You are prone to any of the following vices. Idleness. Peevishness. What? Quarreling. Fighting. Aren't those the same? Lying. Okay. Swearing. Fine. Obscenity. Those are the same. Which is the same thing. This is just synonyms. Fraud. Okay. Anarchy. Go fuck yourself. Hatred of a just government. Those, again, synonyms. Murder. Oh, I escalated quickly. Suicide. Um... Yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Cool. Diseases. Okay. You are prone to any of the following diseases. Okay. Gout. Fuck off. Sickness. Sickness is a disease you are prone Sorry, to. Sorry, that is that is actually accurate. And gout may be accurate, but I feel like gout's more like I ate a lot of barbecue and rich meats. Uh, puking and tremors in the hands in the morning. I mean, that is, of all the things he said, that's actually pretty good. That's actually fairly accurate, yeah. A bloatedness. Yeah. Right. Inflamed eyes. Okay, not wrong. I, I mean, this may be a little bit less of the toddy and a little bit more of that dank herb, but fine. A red nose. Um, that I feel like it, uh, you're not. You don't turn your root off the red nose, goddamn reindeer. Uh, sore and swelled legs. <laughs> Drink the grog and get swole. Is that what he's saying? I don't. I don't get this. I don't understand. <laughs> you will have disgustingly huge calves. Such calves. jaundice. What? Pains in the limbs and burning in the hands and feet. Oh, okay. You ready for this next one? Uh, sure. 
Dropsy. What the hell? Dropsy? Is that the I like, don't know what this means. Is that the eighth dwarf that nobody knew about? Like like <laughs> happy, dopey, dropsy, and then what the fuck is going on here? I'm pretty sure dropsy's like some sort of like old timey, like it, it got you like the collar I got you or something like that, but still. Ah oh, fucking dropsy. I'm sorry, I just I, I can't hang on to shit. Dropsy's like the shittiest Pokemon too. Like, come on now. Oh, dropsy. Oh. Epilepsy? What the fuck? Come on. Melancholy? I mean, melancholy, that, that one's fair. Melancholy, fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it followed by the infinite sadness? No? All right, just me? It's madness. Uh, yeah, why not? Palsy. <laughs> sure. Uh, death. <laughs> okay, fine. Why not? Now, Nathan, are you ready for the punishments you deserve and might get if you drink Jesus anything from strong Christ, punch to pepper and rum. What the fuck did Benjamin Rush have against booze? Are you are you ready? I, Do you think I, you're I'm ready? Absolutely not. I don't know. I just died. What more can I get ready for? Debt. I mean, that's not inaccurate. I, I am a positive. I'm positive that slings cost just an arm and a leg. Black eyes. Okay. Rags. <laughs> Wait, what? Like you're given rags? Like, you are given rags. Are you living? Ra- I, you can only. I don't. Okay, fine. And if that rag touches the ground, you have to drink another pepper and rum. Oh Jesus! Hunger. Uh, I I don't know about it. Nah, nah. I mean, no. Uh, sentenced to the workhouse. Uh, uh cool. Why not? Jail. That Which I mean, I think are the same thing. Uh, no. That was the nice thing about old ye old timey times is they had varying degrees of how fun, like you could go to the jail just because you're poor. <laughs> you could go to the jail that we wanted to work you to death in, or you could just go to this rotten in jail. They were very good about it. Tied to the whipping post. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. This one just says puffed. Now, now, hold on. No, no. It says whipping. Is I think it says whipping. Oh post. my bad. I've misread whipping post. Okay, can we, can I address how difficult this has been no, for me to it read? Is, it is because I, of this. Why the fuck the, are F's S's? So when there's two S's in a word, they will. The first oh. of the second S's is made to look like this giant fucking F thing, and yeah. they eventually got rid of that because they realized people can read two S's yeah, consecutively people weren't, people weren't and not die. I have absolutely. Oh no 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 no! I can read this last one. Castle Island. Wait a minute. What? Nathan, one of the one of the punishments for drinking your morning drams is you can be sent to <laughs> Castle Island. <laughs> of course you could. That kind of sounds like a cool like vacation. It kind of does, but like I think Alcatraz is an island castle. Last but like, of course we have gallows. Um, oh, sure. But frankly, I don't know if any of these punishments apply because you've died from the disease of death or killed yourself from the vice of suicide. Basically, at the end of the point. road, no matter what, you're dead. You're either you're you're dead. You've killed you've killed yourself. You killed somebody, or you got hung. Someone's dying. And and let it be known, this is what happens when you drink slings instead of thunderbolts. Benjamin Rush can go fuck himself. That was uh, without a doubt not how I expected it to go. But I am oh so glad we decided to touch on the moral thermometer. I don't know. I got such a laugh I'm out of that. kind of upset that you contemplated a world in which you weren't going to tell me about the moral thermometer. Like, you asshole. Like, what else have you been holding out on me? I must have just forgotten about it. Uh, well, like I said earlier at the, at the top of the episode, uh, somewhere between our discussion of Six Flags and the Lewis and Clark movie, uh, this was the, the very first cock and bull I ever wrote up. Because as, as I'm sure uh, 
uh, hardcore fans of the podcast may know, people who have dived into our lore, uh, this started out as a school project of mine. For my senior I don't know year how far. I don't know how far into the lore they have to dig. I mean, that was literally like three episodes ago. <laughs> we talked about it. It was a thing. Like, it was. Real. I want to thank uh, Driftless Pony Club for allowing us to use their song "They Were Buffalo on the Ark" Damn off right. the album "Cholera." And, and Driftless Pony Club, I love you. Don't take my incessant uh, insistence that Spencer plays random other tunes at the end of the show. Uh, uh, hatred. I, I am obsessed with that with that track. It is a banger. Uh, I just find banger bus, banger. I just find Vanga Bus to be hilarious. Now, uh, what else do I have to think? Anyway, uh, uh, feel free to leave a review on iTunes or Twitter. I want it, Nathan. I need to. Welcome you to do the realize if they corner. leave a review on Twitter, it goes nowhere, right? It's just into the ether. It's into the dark hole That's... that is the internet. That does nothing for us. Why the fuck would you endorse that? I need. To, I need. This is cons- welcome to Conspiracy Corner. Write because... a review in a bottle. Tie that bottle to a pigeon. Throw that pigeon out the window. That's as good as putting it on fucking Twitter. Never mind. We actually do have a review. What? Oh, God. Breaking news. Holy shit. Call off the presses. Hold on. I'm pulling this up. I have to read this contractually. Holy shit. I found one. There it is. Look at that. All right. All right, person. I don't know who you are. I don't care. I'm reading this. Just started listening to your podcast, and though I haven't gotten through all the episodes, what's wrong with you? It only takes like a day. Uh, uh, I find the topics you talk about and your commentary very interesting. Well, you should. We're delightful. Hope you continue to post episodes. We will, as long as Spencer figures out how to work recording equipment. By the way, your voices are hella rad. Well, all right. We, we can date this person. It's the 90s. Can I have a lock of your blonde hair, Spencer? I miss seeing it from behind. Spencer, you're being... St- okay. Uh, love a St. Charles resident. Spencer's being gaslit by a goddamn member of the community. I appreciate you, whoever you are. Uh, yeah. I'm racking my brain to figure out what or who th- oh. that is from Stanley Leroy. That it's is from uh, Stanley Leroy. Th- thank you very much. Or, or, or Stan Leroy. <laughs> it could be either Stan? or we're not going to discriminate. That's r- oh, I completely forgot about my friend Stan Leroy. What <laughs> exactly. the fuck are See, you? You needed that. And, and he's not your friend. He's hiding behind you. He misses this is... from behind. He, he has admired Stan Leroy has admired you from afar. <laughs> Uh, the hair, there's less of it. There's less of it for sure than there used to be. Uh, but, but Stan Leroy, you get the, you, I, you send me your address and I will, I will send you a picture of myself giving you a thumbs up because that is the, that's the first review. I want to congratulate you, Nathan, on getting through that without editorializing every single oh, well, sentence. I mean, come on. It's like uh, the only reason I'm here. I feel like it's hard for the listener to, to, to distinguish where the review started and then you ended. Well, just... reviewer, if you want to see where the review started and where it ended, you could go to the Apple Podcast app, go to the review section, and when you're done reading it, leave one of your own. I'll read it and editorialize it right here, just like this. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, uh, come back next week. We've got another one that uh, I think you're really going to love. Do you like my promo work? I love how you teased it in the most generic way humanly possible. Next week, Vagabus. Vagabus.